you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. On first down, Hill wide open and the catch and the touchdown, Humphrey. Toss to Pollard and there he goes. Tony Pollard down the sideline, Jets are on. Touchdown, Dallas. Another interception. And this is Watkins to the end zone, but a flag is down. And it looks like it's going to stand. That was Carlos Watkins putting the finishing touches on a 27-17 to Cowboys victory on TNF. I'm Greg Rosenthal, and I am so excited to be joined by my friend. You know him on Twitter as NFL UK Hank. Dave Damashek listeners know him as a handsome Hank, but I just know him as Henry. That's what I prefer. That's what I prefer. Thank you, Greg. And, you know, back in the day, Henry, when I first came to the NFL, we're going to get to what was a pretty good Thursday night game, better than I expected. So I'm happy the Saints gave us some entertainment. Back in the day, Erica might not know this. Erica's on as well, of course, here. Henry was running all of content for nfl.com he decided where things went on the page henry was essentially my boss i worked with him about how all the things were going to happen and you know one of his favorite uh columns of mine that he liked to just put right in the what we call the cp and big big good spot it was uh winners and losers you know what a creative article so that's what we're going to do tonight little winners and losers from tnf I love it. Greg used to push back on winners and losers. He would say, why do we need to say who, who are winners and losers? The score tells us who are winners and losers. Um, and it was like, Greg, come on, we can do better than that. We know we can tell more stories. So I'm excited, yes, to, to, to be able to, to decide who else won and lost beside just the Cowboys and the Saints. That might have been like easy, like early on when I had some integrity. I was like, oh, we shouldn't just be, you know, fishing for page views. But but soon I realized uh, that you that gave up on move. that quick. That was more of like an off season column. You know, we didn't really need to do winners losers during the season because, you know, the, the first winner here is the Dallas Cowboys. They did win the game 27, 17. And I think I'll start my uh, winners and losers. I'll give CD lamb a little love seven for 89 today. And like the last couple of weeks without lamb and Cooper, it's just like, Oh Yeah. It's important to have the best combination of wide receivers in the league. I don't know why I thought like the Cowboys would be fine without them, but they absolutely weren't. Uh, Cooper was limited tonight, but just C.D. Lamb, when he put that little move on Malcolm Jenkins in the open field with that third down catch where there was no separation between Bradley Roby and him, to me, he is like the difference. He, he was the difference. That's my first little winner. He, and, and he's the difference and he's the difference in, you know, a, a, a Cowboys receiver core, which I think is like easily the best in the league at this point. Ooh. Michael Gallup reminded us who he is. You know, occasionally you'll forget that Michael, Michael Gallup's there. And I know he's been been out injured for a few weeks, but then he'll pop up and make a catch like he did today. And that was insane as well. So that whole Cowboys receiving core is is ridiculously good. Right. And Gallup is good at 
like two things, jump balls and sideline catches, well, you know, which he kind of combined with that touchdown. So that's perfect when like you're the third receiver and just like go ball. Right. He's good at just like running down the field. He has like a skill set that's valuable. But when your first two guys are out, like it doesn't it doesn't make uh, a lot of sense. And so it was. Do you know what else he's going to be good at in the next in the next few months is getting paid an awful lot of money by oh. a team desperate to add a receiver in free agency. Yeah, he will get paid a lot. And I've seen some like little projections and whatnot. Like he's he's going to make more than that. Everyone's going to make more than that. That TV money is coming in. Henry's getting some of it eventually, right? I mean, I don't know about that. But where like my second favorite Greg Rosenthal column is the top 101 free agents. Okay. And Gallup will be right on that list. I think where like I would project if I had to guess now, I think you're going to put him somewhere between mm. 20 and 15. I was just going to say top 30 probably. Top I'm going to say 18. Mm. I think he'll be low. I think he'll be lower than that on the initial list. I am going to miss doing it with, with Chris again. Um, did, did that last year. Um, and I bet he's one of those guys. I think he'll be in the thirties, thirties okay. or forties initially. And then all the franchise tags and re-signings get taken off right. and then it'll get pushed up. That's yeah, I, that, I call that the pretend top one-on-one, the actual top one-on-one is the guys who hit free agency. Right. Well, the you know how it is in in the game. Like people want those uh, page views. They're going to be looking for the the oh, initial yeah. top thirty in January because exactly. that thing does numbers. Uh, give me a, a winner or a loser, whatever you. I'm going to give you a winner, and my winner is I've heard enough about Micah Parsons going to be the defensive rookie of the year, and I don't want to hear about that anymore. What I want to hear about, and I think tonight we're a winner for, is the defensive player of the year. Ooh, okay, cool. Micah Parsons is playing at a level and has done throughout the season that should be have him in that conversation for people are trying to slot you know tj watt in there they're trying to slot uh you know miles garrett in there no one's playing better than michael parsons right now and what i'm excited about is that beyond anything else in the league he we don't have any you know we we've kind of we've gone missing with a pass rusher who's been the best defensive player in the league for for some Mm. time and I think Micah Parsons is is filling that slot really nicely now. Love this take. This is why I needed Henry on the pod. It's not, he's not just a Dolphins fan. He brings the takes. I think you're right. I think there's still, what, six, five games left of the season for the Cowboys, six for a lot of teams. There's a long way to go here. And so I think if he continues at this pace and Garrett is slows down a little bit and the Browns have a bad finish, I'm buying that. Tonight was a as an interesting example because Demarcus Lawrence returned for the Cowboys. I'll give him a little winner too. You know, let's just throw that in there. Uh, and so they're getting there with the four man rush, and they weren't using Parsons quite as much as like an edge rusher. Which I don't know. To me, he was one of the five best edge rushers in the league. Like he's a good off ball linebacker, but he's even better just rushing the passer. And and I want him to do that all the time. But then there's another play where he's running down the field, covering Kenny Stills tipping the ball that turns into an interception. Like what, what can he not do? That right. is the type of, that's what you want out of a defensive player there. Do you know why Kenny Stills um, has a special place in the history of the NFL newsroom though, Henry? Um, I do. Yes. I was, I think I was there and I don't think we're allowed to say. So yeah, I was just, on. I was just going to say Kenny Stills was not coming down with a lot of contested catches tonight. No, and that wasn't. was, that was exactly what, my argument um, with the former colleague was all about was his inability. The most to catch public argument in the history passes. of NFL media. So, it, it was like it was like it, it ran for for most of a day, 
um, with with the, these two individuals, Greg and someone whose name I think I may have even forgotten at this point. Um, uh, going back and forth throughout the day, and it, it got very testy. And I will the, uh, what all I'll say um, if you if anyone listening is interested in who won the argument is Greg still employed by the NFL? The other person, I have no one no one's seen since. They Greg say like live in your head rent free. Right. You know, as a saying, we got a text from Greg tonight, blank, dying somewhere with all these Kenny Stills drops. Like he loves it. He loves it. Was, it. Well, it just sort of I hadn't he thought about it, it in a while. And the argument was a hundred percent about contested catches. And so it was funny. Here we are yeah. six years later. And yeah, that is the that's the best um that's the best scoreboard. Yeah. And Henry and I were in jobs that were, at least for me, not as enjoyable, much more stressful back then. And a lot of the the people we didn't enjoy over the years, they're all gone. So they faded away. And we're here. Greg's the only one left standing. Even I've really no, left the no, same department that I was in with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to, let's throw a, a loser out. How, a loser. About, um, how about Taysom Hill in the fourth quarter? So winner, Taysom Hill, the first three quarters. Loser Taysom Hill in the fourth quarter as he uh, threw three of his four interceptions, or at least three were in 11 plays. I'm not sure if one was in the third. I actually thought Taysom Hill looked pretty good early in this game at playing quarterback, which is what he did in the preseason. I thought he looked better as a quarterback in the preseason than he ever had before making quick decisions. Then it's like, uh, you know, you're, you tra- you're trailing the Cowboys and then you hurt your finger. Uh, it's a lot to ask Taysom Hill. No, you don't have either of your Pro Bowl tackles, uh, but it was more the decisions than the execution for the most part, and it all kind of fell apart. But I, I applaud Taysom Hill for giving us a better game than I think Trevor Simeon would have. So that's my damning with me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And he'll throw. For yeah, I I'm I had Taysom Hill. I slid Taysom Hill from the winners column over to the losers column <laughs> in the last ten minutes of the game. Um, right. That one quarter where he, you know, in the third quarter he ran for seventy-one yards. He had one drive where he ran for first downs, and it was like Sean Payton just like sticking up both middle fingers over right. at Dan Quinn. That was kind of fun. Like that's what I mean. At least they gave yeah. us a little something. That thought oh, yeah. that'd be a dead game. All right, give me. Give me a loser. Or I'll a give you a loser. I'll give you a loser is name brands. Okay. So if you, if you don't tune into the NFL that much, you see the saints are going to be on TV and you're like, okay, cool. High powered offense. This is going to be exciting. You mm. see Zeke Elliott in the background, in the backfield. And you think, okay, we've got a guy who can, who can run the ball and break tackles and do exciting things. And if you watch now, what you find is a saints offense. You're like, wait, who are these people that are playing on this offense? Cause this isn't interesting. And and you have Zeke Elliott, who you know there were a couple of plays, and it was it was very much called out by by Troy Aikman there, where it's like, yeah, Zeke has got no juice left. He 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 t- managed to turn the corner and then was caught by I think a defensive lineman. Um, he's playing. And, he's playing hurt. He's playing hurt. I get yeah, it. I'm not, Tony Pollard so good. He's been yeah, they, they so good, play but exactly, Erica. And and then it's like, well, wh- why are we persisting with Zeke? Just give him a couple of weeks off and let him let him rest up. Yeah, it's a weird thing with injuries. 
this year. I've thought about it a lot with Baker Mayfield and different guys. Like, who is it serving when you're playing guys that are clearly hurt? Like, that's the NFL MO. Like, we're going to play through injuries, but it's not helping him. It's not helping the team. I'm with you. Pollard is so good um, that he should just be getting most of the reps. He he basically is. That'll give me a loser, which is Marcus Williams' ability to evaluate, like, an angle on a play on that Tony Pollard. <laughs> that play. was not a good angle. I know he was like slow playing. Yeah. You know, he was, ho- he was preventing Pollard from cutting back inside, but he thought he had the angle cause he's, you know, a great athlete. Marcus Williams is a franchise tag safety. I think one of the better safeties in the league, having a pretty good year for the saints. He thinks like this guy's not going to outrun me. I'm going to make sure he doesn't go. And uh, that's what happens when you mess up with uh, yeah. Tony Pollard. Oh boy. Um, Erica has just slacked me. She wants in on this winners and losers fun. And, you know, I'm feeling generous. It shouldn't be about feeling generous. Erica should be allowed in whenever she wants. Let's hear What do you got? Wow. Thanks, Hank. Okay. So my winner is Mike McCarthy because what you will see floating in the ether this week, it's like Mike McCarthy's going to be on Zoom. He's really virtually involved. So it looked like almost the Cowboys were trying to get ahead of this message that like, it's not Dan Quinn. Like Mike McCarthy's very capable, which I found very interesting. So then Dan Quinn, they win, which is great for the Cowboys, but they didn't win so handedly that everyone's like, Dan Quinn is the answer. So I think that it was a win in the book mm. for Mike McCarthy. And the loser of tonight is the listeners listening to you guys discuss like the layout of NFL.com's internet pages. <laughs> no. I think that that's that. Uh, that's fascinating I don't agree stuff. with that. I don't agree the with that. It was great stuff. People like to hear um, people, yeah. people like people to hear the that. old plays. No, I think that's a good take. I think that's a good take. It felt like Kellen Moore was definitely like just calling more passes at the end of the game than Mike McCarthy would have. But I don't blame Kellen Moore for that. I'm more disappointed that what looked like the old Dak being back in the first half. And I thought he played well in the fourth quarter of that Raiders game. I'm like, okay, this is old Dak. Like I'm pulling for Dak. Dak would be my like narrative MVP. It's not going to happen now. I think he's played too many poor games. Uh, but then they just had a sluggish second half again. I know the Saints defense is good, uh, but they just could not put that game away. I don't blame more on trying to like work on some passing and and get better and trust in his passing game, but they were not getting it done. One last loser for you, um, at least for me. You, you're welcome to go anymore, Henry. Uh, Saints fans. You know, it's been right. a tough year. They set up this whole season where this was going to be the peak. Thanksgiving night. And then the post Thanksgiving Thursday slot, which I've noticed has just turned into a Cowboys slot every year, which it's a, it's a good thing. Then you get the whole week. Uh, this was all building to this. And in the, in the first seven games of the season, they beat the Bucks, the cow, the uh, Patriots and uh, the Packers by a combined like 70 points. Like they were a frisky fun team. I think if they had their tackles and Alvin Kamara out there tonight, they might've won this game. Like even with Taysom Hill. Yeah. And um, they, you know, they, they, the Saints fans like got all excited. We're hoping for this game. And then you have that blindside block call, which was very strange. And you have to watch Greg Zerline hit a 50 plus yarder field goal, bringing back memories of the uh, worst loss, I would say, in franchise history uh, against the Rams. So just a tough night. Look at you throwing shade at people with Greg, called Greg with only one G. No shade. I mean, the dude's. The dude's clutch. He sent the Rams to the Super Bowl, and uh, he sent, I, I guess, uh, the Cowboys to a lead here tonight. And anyone that took the Cowboys minus seven uh, is, is thankful to Greg Zerline. 
<laughs> That's true. I've got a couple others. I think, you know, another another loser or pair of losers, Dan and Mark, um, <laughs> for not being on here. Um, right, and, and they got they not, got on me. You, out with I'm, us. I'm sure you haven't heard this yet, but at the end of today's show, they they like implied that I had some sort of Machiavellian <laughs> scheme that I'm having you on before them. I, because you're like going to rise in the NFL and like, that's, oh, that's the reason that I would do it. Or they're just like jealous that I'm, I'm hanging out. It's very, it's very, I would, I mean, I, you know, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not loyal. If they ask me, I'll also come and join them. Right. I think right. About You've been available. Year, about You've this time available. last year, we all sat during when we were all supposed to be, you know, social distancing and, and Dan and Mark and I watched a, a terrible Seahawks Cardinals Thursday night game. And then did a wrap up after that. So mm. I'm 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 not loyal. I, I will I'll join them if they would like me to. I also include me as a loser here because of all the games that I could have chosen um, to join you on for Thursday night football wrap up. This was not necessarily the one. This season's been some. There've been some good Thursday night games, and this. this yeah, that's it. that's fair. I did initially, you know, ask for that Dolphins game, which they they beat the Ravens. That would have been fun. But you were you were fun. working. You were on the East Coast. It would have been like after midnight there. And you got to enjoy that. As well, a I was actually at the time I was in Dolphins remission and had decided I wasn't mm. going to watch it. And then because it was so exciting, I, I found my way to a bar to do it. Can I throw one other winner out there? And this is just a personal one. Um, but a friend of mine, um, Adam Dirty, is the defensive line coach yeah. for, the, for the Dallas Cowboys. Hard knock star. They hard knock star. So I'm going to throw him out as a winner, but especially he is part of the the My Cause, My Cleats program that's going on at the moment, which I didn't realize coaches can be involved in, but he really wanted to find a, a um, charity to support in the UK. Uh, and I worked with him and we found he's very passionate about knife crime, um, which is a, a big problem in the UK and in London especially. And there's a charity called the Godwin Lawson Foundation, um, which supports kids and tries to get youth off the streets and out of you know bad situations and he was wearing shoes for this game um, that was was kind of honoring the Godwin Lawson Foundation. So the Godwin Lawson Foundation is is a winner for me tonight because they got hmm. a chance to be shown on on national TV in the US, uh, which awesome. is which is pretty cool. He he's um he's an up and comer man. I know he's your yep. buddy. This group, par, he, you know, Parsons getting a little shine. Demarcus Lawrence coming back, going to make them better. Randy Gregory having a career year with them. I think people saw him on Hard Knocks, and that is not going to hurt yeah. his chances yeah. to get jobs. Yeah. Henry only hangs out with like really handsome guys. That's why. Uh, that's why we're such good. That's friends. why we're hanging out. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm a winner too. You know, I um, this last year, you know, I I do think about things differently, and I was like, do, do I want to really be calling up you know some great football mind from like CBS Sports Line that you know I don't really know that well? No, I want to hang out with my good well, friend Henry a little extra twenty minutes and make his family have to be quiet late on a Thursday night and make him work <laughs> uh, way later than uh, he he would have to. This otherwise. is definitely not work. This is fun. But let's time next time. Let's do it in person. Yes, I want to do that. that All right, appreciate done. you, Hank. Lovely appreciate you guys, Ricky, and um, we will be back on saturday on nfl network check us out sky sports as well the uh the broadcast dvr that and uh sunday for the flagship show until then we will see you later eat the call forgot that part
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.